Hi, this is Chris from Chris Betts Verses. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. Uh, if you're considering donating, I would obviously appreciate it. It's uh, there's you know there's no uh, there's no Joe Rogan money going here, so anything you can give is incredibly appreciated. It'll all either go to better equipment or whiskey. Both improve my life immeasurably. So thank you again for listening. Uh, I hope that you're well. Keep enjoying it. Take care. How old are you? Show me on your fingers, because I know it's not more than 10. <laughs> Nine. 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 Jesus Christ, kid, you're going to be different after this. Hello, welcome to the Chris Betts vs. Podcast. I am Chris Betts. I'm sorry that this was released a little bit late this week. I have taken on a bunch of other projects, and as a result, my calendar is a mess. Uh, if you follow me on Twitch, you'll know that at midnight every night, midnight UK time that is, I've been doing uh, just sort of free spirited uh talks with my good friend and friend of the show and botanical garden masturbator john hastings uh we just sort of go on we talk about whatever it is for two hours and it's been really nice actually it's a nice uh nice two hours of just hanging out with a buddy in front of an audience so it combines two of my favorite things um also i'm just about to launch my big shiny podcast with my other good friend jordan robson kramer if you're canadian and you're listening to this you will remember the big shiny tunes compilations which were uh seminal in our childhoods uh if you're not canadian big shiny tunes was our now that's what i call music but it actually like meant something to us emotionally and genuinely formed a lot of musical taste for us uh, that might be too dismissive of now. That's what I call music. And if uh, if you feel like I've shunted your teenage years, then give me a give me a tweet and set me straight. But um, yeah, I'm launching that on Tuesday of this week, which is in two days. And I've been doing a lot of editing, and uh, we've been doing some uh, interviews with different people that I'm very excited to put out. And as a result, I honestly didn't know what day of the week it was until today so this podcast should have gone out 24 hours ago but it isn't i'm finishing it up right now and i'm going to release it so by the time you wake up on monday morning you will have a chris betts versus in your pocket this week's was so much fun i've forgotten how much i missed arguing against an audience i did it live for the lester comedy festival which was the last time that i did it actually live and i won an award for that one i don't know if i've brought that up before but uh I get to, because I'm the reigning champion at this festival. So uh, the guest judge was Alfie Brown. If you don't know Alfie, check him out. He's all over YouTube. He's got two albums out. He's fantastic. He's very smart. Uh, he's very quick and very funny, which makes him a perfect addition to the show. Uh, the audience really brought it this week. We, we covered a lot of topics. We talked about uh, Bridgerton, the Netflix smash hit. Uh, we talked about avocados, which for some reason was the most contentious debate. We covered uh, letting burglars into your house and terrible dating habits and Jade Goody. There's a lot. We talk about Jade Goody for a long time, which if you're not British, you won't know who she is. But she's basically a reality star who uh, stuck around and then died at an unfortunately young age. Uh, and we talk about her a great deal. And for some reason, nothing attracted more attention than avocados. So <laughs> there's something about 
avocado is a symbol in Britain. I don't know if it's the same in North America. I haven't been back in too long. But avocado really has become a symbol of millennial decadence and uh, really, really raises some collars. So, <laughs> but it's all, it's, it's so much fun. I laughed constantly during this show. I really loved it. Uh, Alfie absolutely crushed it. Um, it was a tough one to judge, but I think he, I think he was very fair. Uh, thank you to the audience that came out. I honestly, I can't, I can't thank you enough. You, you provided such an amazing opponent and you were wily, which I appreciate. Uh, I'm not going to say that much more before the show other than uh, make sure to follow Alfie Brown on all of the social media things. I believe he's releasing a new album soon, so check that out. He also, I know for a fact that he has a podcast out coming out with another comedian who I love very much, uh, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, you can, as always, follow me. Uh, you can sign up to my Patreon, which honestly I haven't been taken care of and I need to refill. Uh, make sure to follow me on Twitch. I'm on there most days now. Uh, and so if you want to come on and have a chat or play the game, I do that every Wednesday live. That's where these recordings come from. Um, I would love to have you. It's twitch.tv slash Chris Betts. That's my name. Chris Betts. Hooray. That's about it. So without further ado, here is some of the most fun I've had since the last time I got to do this show. So enjoy. This is me introducing Alfie Brown at the Leicester Comedy Festival. <laughs> Here. Welcome to the screen. Hey, Alfie Brown, everybody. Hey. Oh, hello. hello. What a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have you, my friend. I like your sofa in the background. I like that at any point you could just take a nap midway it's through. Actually, I've tried to take a nap on it. And the um, what you want in a good napping sofa is a, a luxuriant armrest. Mm. And it actually doesn't have as much... Uh, uh, it doesn't have the softness or give that you'd want in a napping sofa. Infuriating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm, ang I'm angry for you. If Does anyone in the stream own a furniture shop? <laughs> no. Uh, Lester, I was really going for you there, but you've let me down again. <laughs> uh, That's good. Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, Alfie, you're the judge today. You did this in Edinburgh. You know how all this works. I do. You I did do, it on I do. the bus. This used I, to be done on the top deck of a bus that had been converted into a comedy uh, venue because I could think of nowhere better to yell at strangers than the top deck of a bus. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Alfie, you're going to be judging uh, not based on who's right, but based on who argued best. Yeah, it's all I'm about the, that. the quality of the argument. I I'm can't across. stress that enough. I have won four arguments in favor of genocide. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and I don't even have this uh, format to back yeah. me up. No, you're just you're just that much better than me. I need a whole thing to <laughs> lean on. I need a superstructure. <laughs> I am the comedy bourgeoisie. Um, <laughs> anyone? Mark's references? No? All right, we'll keep moving. Um, so uh, welcome to the show, you guys. So we're going to start the game. Like I said, the way it works is you're going to uh, give me a topic, and then uh, we're going to debate it back and forth. So you are a key element to this game. It's it, To be fair... None of you can argue ignorance. It's literally called Chris Betts versus the audience. <laughs> Where do you find yourselves now? The audience. Yes. Say it with me. Good. All right. So uh, we're going to start the game. The first round, uh, I'm going to go with some classic uh, umbrella topics that you guys can choose from. Uh, we can either argue uh, overrated underrated where you tell me something that you think is horrifically overrated and I justify it or something that you think is underrated and I tell you why it's fucking garbage. 
or we can do shouldn't be a crime. Shouldn't be a crime is very simple. That's where you tell me something that is illegal that you think shouldn't be or vice versa. So guys, by cheer, let me know which one you want. Would you like overrated, underrated? Give me a cheer. Hey. Okay, that's a few of you. Uh, give me a cheer for shouldn't be a crime. One, two, three. Hey. I it was think so even it was, that's that was just so <laughs> I felt like I wasn't sure if it was just the one at the back end that made me think it was shouldn't be a crime but we'll try that one more time overrated underrated one two three hey. shouldn't be a crime one two three hey. I feel that's like overrated there, underrated oh really I thought that there was some more uh there was some more shouldn't be a crime enthusiasms but you're the judge man all right hey fucking <laughs> yes some power there Eating you go that pigs He's got two little kids at home, so he hasn't tasted power in quite some time. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we're gonna go into the first round. Uh, it's overrated, underrated. So guys, hit me. What have you got? Bridgerton. Bridgerton. All right, who was that? Who was that? Raise your hand. Oh, Rachel. How you doing, Rachel? You well? <laughs> yes. Good. Good. Welcome to the show. Uh, so you think you think Bridgerton is overrated? Um underrated underrated <laughs> <laughs> oh dear you just broke chris's internet what a shame <laughs> oh no is my internet is my internet a you mess you just froze in a in a in in, yeah. in a moment of delight it captured the key moment of delight for you and uh mm. And you frozen it anyway? Oh, no. Yes. Bridgeton okay. If 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 I keep freezing, just know my my internet's been um, uh, twitchy at best, so I might uh, jump onto my phone. Uh, so if I go away for a second, I swear I'll be back. It's not. This isn't like an avant-garde comedy show where I lure you into a Zoom room and then disappear for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like the uh, Wayne's World where Wayne isn't there and I'm Garth staring at the uh, cameras <laughs> waiting for see, something to happen. Did you ever see that episode of The Twilight Zone where? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> guy's, guy's head, head exploded. exploded. <laughs> um, okay, so Bridgerton, you think Bridgerton is underrated. <laughs> that is such an insane thing to say. Harsh criticism. <laughs> <laughs> I have never seen a worse show get more respect. <laughs> <laughs> it is, from what I can tell, it is um, uh, a period piece about hot young things just getting it on without the shadow of AIDS over them. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. It's just it's just pre-AIDS sex in bustiers and, and ruffled shirts. <laughs> so like I understand why they'd go for it, wouldn't you? You'd feel so free. But uh this is I, I haven't even read a single bad word about it. Everyone that I've seen has been like, who are all these beautiful British people boning? Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's the tone of every tweet is just a yes, like it's coming from their libido. They're not even saying it. Their dick is tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you think is underrated about it, Rachel? By the way, guys, you're on her team, so feel free to jump in if you want to if you want to defend some Bridgerton for whatever reason. Right. So, it's underrated because people think it's just about the sex, but it's more than that. It's so much more. I mean, the fact that you haven't named what it's more than immediately. Oh, yeah. well, you had I'm just to... <laughs> kind of like buying a bit of time now. Okay. <laughs> no, I think that it's a vanguard. It's pushing, it's, it's pushing aside the barriers of color, race, how things could be or might have been. 
Hasn't porn already done that? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that, I mean, if you're looking for interracial love, I guarantee you will not find more of it in Bridgerton than you will on you porn. That is stunning. Maybe. Bridgerton sounds a lot like a children's TV program that I'm forced against my will to watch every day called Biggleton, um, in which... uh, (laughs) Uh, in which a, 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 it's, a, it's, a, it's a make-believe city of children all doing their different jobs and wearing like adult clothes, which means there are children in miniskirts on their way to work, which is weird, but also not, well, yeah, more, arguably more sexually perverse than Bridgerton. And it's on CBeebies. Um, I just thought I'd add that just in case you were getting confused about which program you thought you were talking about because it is very diverse. I mean, I'm very glad that we're not talking about Bagleton because that would have made everything I've said so far very upsetting. (laughs) (laughs) And you would arguably be forced to tweet, you guys. It would be your patriotic duty. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Does anyone have any any, um, uh, pro-Bridgerton things to say? You're you're Um, leaving your teammate out to dry here, guys. I'm just wondering, Chris, Mm. uh, you you opened there by saying that it's, it's basically a lot of young people having sex. Mm. without the cloud of viruses. Mm. I haven't watched this show, so I've got to be honest, that alone makes me think it's underrated. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. What what more are you looking for from a TV show? um, I don't know. I'd like, I like, um, I, you know, if they added just like a 10th of kids to it, if you remember the, uh, the movie kids, uh, there was a lot of AIDS in that, and I thought that that really added to the danger of it. I want, <laughs> I like my teen sex romps to have some, you know, a free song. Like, oh, which one of these guys is going to wither it away, Philadelphia style? That's, I think. Uh... <laughs> I think it's a shame that they don't do mashups like they do in music. Soul Wax would do mashups of like, uh, like Daft Punk versus Dolly Parton and whatnot. So mm. if we had It's a Sin versus Bridgerton. Yes, yes. Could, there's a real kind of frisson in the air there, isn't there? Absolutely. Like it feels like Bridgerton is only covering the Taylor Swift portion of teenage sex. <laughs> where it's like, oh, it's a little dangerous. And what if your mom finds out? But you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna wake up and be like, what the hell is growing on my dick? <laughs> yeah. <That's- laughs> and that is the most like, I'll never forget the time my friend came to me and said, can you look at this? Cause I think something's wrong. That that was, <laughs> <laughs> I think that that was like a for, uh, sorry, that was this, formative. This, this is something you want from a TV show. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that it would really destigmatize uh, uh, sexually transmitted diseases if they were doing it in period dress. I so think that true. would legitimize a lot of the suffering. Uh, it, there, there's a there's a mist. I think the crown should do that as well. I think it would be very nice if uh, Liz got like a urinary tract infection and we just <laughs> they never mentioned it. She just spent the whole episode drinking cranberry juice. I think that would be a really nice touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, there's just there's a lot that's missing out of these. It's really vanilla coverage of of both an era and a, a lifestyle. And uh, I think that if they added a little bit more humanity, then it would be good. But it's getting all this praise for being, oh, it's oldie times and there's a black guy and a white girl. It's like, who gives a shit? That was happening anyways. They just didn't include it in any of the poetry. 
<laughs> I totally agree. I think that uh, Mad Men would have been vastly improved by just at one point this smoking and drinking causing one of these blokes to not be able to get it up. Yes. Once. Yes. <laughs> one absolutely. soft cock yeah. <laughs> of an evening would have made the whole thing a lot easier to stomach, in my yeah. opinion. And then he comes in and like all of his pitches for the next episode are just like skyscrapers and rockets going off. (laughs) (laughs) Watch them have to deal with real problems. You know, I think that uh, uh, Bridgerton is getting a lot of credit for being too escapist. You know, you can make anything right in a fantasy world, but if you want to ground it, then you earn my respect. (laughs) So true. All right. If no one's got anything else, we're going to call that one. Come on, someone. Carol and Dave. Or Mark Hughes with the Liverpool shirt on. You've got something to say, surely. No, okay. Oh, hasn't watched Bridgerton. Fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Are there children watching this on Emma Grant's stream? That is outrageous. I am furious. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. How old are you? Show me on your fingers, because I know it's not more than 10. <laughs> That's a five. That's terrifying. Nine. 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 Jesus Christ, kid, you're going to be different after this. <laughs> I'm oh. 10 in March. You're 10 in March. Oh, well, well that's okay. fucking fine then. <laughs> All right, just talking about international or interracial porn, and within three minutes of the start of the show, there's a nine year old in the room. Great. She's seen Biggleton. She'll be fine. Yeah. She's, yeah. <laughs> All right, then we're going we're gonna to call the Bridgerton uh, debate. Alfie, what are you saying? Um, uh, owing to a lack of enthusiasm um, <laughs> on the audience's part and to some rather good, ex- yeah, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give yes. it to you. Thank you. I feel like you did uh, what was required of you there. Thank you very much. That is uh, a very passive, a great aggressive way of saying I did a good job. So <laughs> <laughs> welcome to England, everybody. I don't want to be too effusive early doors. I don't want to, I want to give us somewhere to go. That was a good start, but you, there's still a long road ahead. Don't get ahead of yourself. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I do hope that someone here is a showrunner on the crown and takes my UTI suggestion, but other than that, uh, <laughs> all right, we've, we've got time for another uh, overrated underrated. What do you got guys? Avocado on toast. Avocado on toast. That came so fast that you mean it so hard. Who, who was that? Was that was that you, Chelsea? Hi. Excellent, Chelsea. Uh, explain yourself. It's massively overrated. There's there's so many better things you can have on toast other than avocado. It Name them. Marmite. Huh? Marmite. Oh, that's that's a dangerous road. Is to lead with famously the most divisive topping to toast. <laughs> Jeez. Wearing a fight club cap. Oh, no, flight yeah. club, sorry. <laughs> Did someone say peas? What the hell Jeez. is going on? Okay. Peas. Uh, peas on Jeez. toast. Good times. Cheese with peas. <laughs> so we got cheese. Peas. <laughs> That's one point off the audience. <laughs> Chelsea, what what is what is better than a healthy way to start the day? I mean, uh, normally, from what I know about British people, and I've lived here on and off for ten years, so and I've been studying. It's either avocado on toast or diabetes. <laughs> so. You're not wrong there, to be fair, but mm. I mean, okay, cheese, fine. You kids. Heart disease. Next. <laughs> <laughs> just butter. It's way better on toast. Butter, mm. just plain butter. 
is better than a flavor. Better than avocado. Um, let's see. Uh, peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter, right. Yeah. Christ, <laughs> come on. Oh, <laughs> Alfie was ready to burst there. No. Just Nutella. Because it's healthy. It's good for your heart. It's a nice way to start. You know, breakfast is about energy, not about knocking you back out, right? It's about <laughs> starting your day, not just, not just like a, a snooze button that you can shove in your mouth. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough, <laughs> but, but you can have, have something nice, like actually nice on your toast and then a side of fruit or something. Why does it have to be on your toast? Well, avocados famously, what, what, what we're doing is partly it's about uh, having a healthy breakfast and partly it's about keeping Mexican farmers down. <laughs> <laughs> it's they're getting too strong. <laughs> we, we need to keep confusing them with avocado orders. So you gotta, you gotta keep that demand up. Otherwise they're coming for us. And I don't mean in a caravan way. I mean, in like a world government, they're, they're in charge. The Illuminati is actually avocado farmers. This argument is going off the rails very fast. Um, <laughs> Chelsea, could you describe to me um, perhaps in some detail uh, what it is that you don't like both um, texturally and from a taste perspective about avocado bad things i could say about avocados but there's a nine-year-old <laughs> okay this nine-year-old is beyond think... the pale chelsea <laughs> <laughs> yes um, it just doesn't taste of anything and the texture is just so horrible as well it just it just turns to mush it's disgusting Okay, so here's here's what I'm hearing is you have a problem with avocado the way that I have a problem with olives. I hate olives, can't stand them. I think they're gross. Uh, but I have the sense of self to admit that I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I can just acknowledge that I'm incorrect. I clearly a whole like a whole island of beautiful lazy people can't be wrong. That's not the same. <laughs> It's not the same. Olives taste horrible. Avocados taste nothing. <laughs> no, no, this is person. Olives taste great. So who said who said that? Well, this is great. Now, now, now we're now we're rolling. Who's <laughs> but even still, olives taste of something that you either like or don't like. Here we go. Exactly. Avocado tastes of nothing. That's my point. There's no taste to avocado. You have to <laughs> you always have to add something to avocado, right? Therefore, you don't like the taste of avocado. You like the taste of the other things that you're putting on the toast with the avocado. No, famously, you don't. That's why it's called avocado on toast. It's not called no, avocado no. in the gang. No, gang. no. <laughs> it always comes with something, though. It comes with a dusting of paprika or some pepper. It's exactly. never just yeah, naked. Yeah, all food should. Why are you so white? Guys, spices are important. <laughs> <laughs> You've just said it's fine on its own. You can't say it's fine on its own and then denigrate us for claiming that it's the spice that does it. I think, the fuck all. I think you'll find that's the nature of the show, Nathan. Nathan. And I well done, Nathan. And thank you, Nathan, for showing me what my beard's going to look like in uh, 10 or so years. <laughs> I'll see what it'll look like in 20. Have a look at Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. The passage of time. That's nice. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> can we get uh, can we get all four of us on the screen at, at once, please? Uh, Murray and Nathan and Alfie and I. It's um. 
There we go. This is the evolution of man. <laughs> oh, Nathan. <laughs> Guys, you're, you're just afraid of the future. That's all it is. The reason people don't like avocado is because of the people it's associated with, who are people that you bullied in high school and are now inarguably cooler than you. That's what happened, is there was a switch up of the social rankings and your feelings are hurt and you're taking it out on a legume. <laughs> it's a fruit. It's a fruit. A, f- a fruit. Fi- fr- a legume is French for fruit. Don't look that up. No, it is. Yeah. The mess is the problem. The mess. Who is that? Who's yeah. speaking? Jeeves. Jeeves. Oh, oh, hello, right. Jeeves. Jeeves. Excellent. Are we literally asking Jeeves? This is thrilling. <laughs> <laughs> the mess, how do you eat your avocado? It literally comes in a bowl. You chop it in half, it's got a bowl attached to it. It's in a bowl, it grows. You've got to peel it apart and then scoop it out with your thumbs, and then you've got to spend ages cleaning your hands. You just got to, it's the, the mess to taste ratio is. is imbalance oh and I, also right the amount of people have hurt themselves trying yeah, to cut yeah. open an avocado trying to get the, uh, the stone out of an avocado it's a death wish okay it's dangerous. <laughs> it so, i personally am a big believer of just letting those people go i don't think we need them that's i i hope that they they angle it different and catch an artery we're done with them if they if, <laughs> If they if they lose it during breakfast, that's not my problem. They're... It's also it's only if you're lucky enough to get an avocado when it's in that ten seconds yes. between no, not being rock hard and being off. It's just not worth the hassle. It's just more hassle than it's worth. You have to, mm. the amount okay the amount of prep that goes into it the the danger of cutting an artery. The, the which we've already agreed as a pro ingredients to make it taste nice yeah. there's no upside there's no upside and you can just have peanut butter <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna call that one there because uh, we gotta we, we gotta keep moving because normally so i do the show every wednesday um and normally because it's just me i can go as long as i want but because we're stuck to an hour i'm gonna let you guys have the last word and uh, we're going to toss this one over to Alfie. What are you saying, Alfie? Good evening. Um, well, I, I thought it was a really interesting. Uh, I, I don't think that the uh, carbon footprint element was played up enough uh, on the part of the audience, but I did feel like the audience's argument was more uh, multifaceted. I felt like you were on the defensive for a lot of it, and I'm going to give it to the audience, I'm afraid. Outrageous. I've never seen so much passion over a legume. <laughs> all right oh we are now uh that's that's the end of the first round we're tied one one congratulations well fought uh you guys owe a lot to chelsea there uh she really came with the passion round of applause for chelsea you guys chelsea very well done she came, she came in hard um so now we're going to go into the speed round. Uh, the way the speed round works is I go head to head with one of you. We have two minutes. Oh, Alfie, I emailed you the speed round topics. Did you get them? Great. Excellent. I'm sure I did. Cool. Uh, I did forget to tell him. I'm the unprofessional <laughs> one here. This is not on Alfie. <laughs> I'll just refresh my email page. Here's what here happened. Here we are. 
I, I saw the um, I saw the countdown going down and it said one minute and I was like, I know there's something I didn't do. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've wow. got them. Cool. Good man. OK, so we've got two minutes up on the clock. Does anyone here volunteer to go head to head in the two minute speed round? Come on. Come on, you cowards. Oh, Chelsea. Chelsea. There we go. There we go. Chelsea's back. Right. So am I reading these out and letting you go? What am I doing? Yeah. So um, so what we're going to do before before we do that, Chelsea, do you want to be for or against everything that Alfie says? There are tricks on both sides. God, uh, I'll say four. Four. That breaks four. That breaks a streak of British people saying against of five months. Well played. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, Chelsea, you're going to be for everything. I'm going to be against it. Uh, so, Alfie, you're going to read it out. Uh, okay. Chelsea, you're going to make a quick argument. I'm going to make a quick argument. Then, Alfie, you're going to say the next one. If you can mark down a point for each argument, depending on who you Am think Am I letting you know as well. I go? Um, no, let us know at the end. Okay. Uh, okay, so we've got two minutes up on the clock. Alfie, are you ready? Uh, yeah, I'm just joining your names down. Cool. Um, Chelsea, are cool. you ready? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you're, you'll be fine, Chelsea. Oh, just stay calm, control your cat. Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> Keep that avocado passion, Chelsea. Yeah, right. exactly. So uh, we're going to start the clock. One, two, three, speed round. Car insurance. Am I for car insurance? You are, yes. Yeah, everything you're for. Oh God, um, I don't even pay car insurance. I'm just learning to drive. Um, okay. So you need to. Yeah, okay, there we go. So I, I do need car insurance. Uh, car insurance. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to worry you, Chris. I'm going to pass it to you. Okay, uh, car insurance is bullshit. I have personally crashed two cars so bad they were written off. And if there wasn't insurance, that would have just been dust in the wind, baby. But as a result, <laughs> my parents were on the hook for a lot of money. Next. <laughs> um, gutters. Chelsea. My four gutter. Yes. yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even know how to, how would you argue for Say gutters? something about gutters very quickly. Yeah, just first thing that comes into your head. Absolutely Absolutely need gutters. We all they need protect gutters. your building. They protect your buildings. Protect your building. They protect our buildings. Um, okay, from the back Chris, of the room. Um, uh, buildings don't need protecting. They are protection themselves. I don't want bouncers for my bouncers. Next. <laughs> monks, Chelsea. Mugs or monks? Monks, as in look at that monk. <laughs> <laughs> the religious order. Great films with monks in them, or Jackie yeah. Chan films featuring monks. They were just, mm. they're just an integral part of society. I don't know. <laughs> uh, monks, um, I don't trust them. Uh, anyone that's wearing paper sacks when you could be wearing Beyonce's outfits. You're um, sus. And <laughs> now it is for or against fossils, Chelsea. Uh, okay, they give uh, uh, paleontologists jobs. Okay. <laughs> that's actually, that's very good. That um, very good. Uh, fossils, uh, they they cloud the truth. Dinosaurs were actually aliens. <laughs> oh, I was oh thrown by how God. like matter of fact and good your argument was that I didn't know what to do with it. Wow. <laughs> well, from, from, from literally from a, a beginning of a round spent floundering in wet shit. Chelsea pulls it back <laughs> heroically 
to uh, level 2-2 two, two, in what is already one of the most tense Chris Betts versus the audience that judge has ever seen. Excellent. Round of applause for Chelsea, you guys. She came through, kept it tied. All right, now we're going into the second round. Uh, the second round is uh, a personal favorite of mine. The second round is always regrets. Uh, the way regrets round works is you tell me something that you regret about your life, and I tell you why it's the best thing you've ever done. Or you tell me something you're proud of, and I tell you why you're a piece of shit for thinking that. So we're going to start the regrets round. Guys, unburden yourselves. I don't want to be the only one to pipe up. Oh, sorry. Uh, Kate, Kate Owen came in there. Can we like Kate, I regret going out with a series of truly dreadful men throughout my 30s. Oh, I think I froze again. Am I okay? Okay. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> okay, Kate, cool. Kate regrets going out with a series of awful men. Was it awful the word you used? Kate? Dreadful. But dreadful. Dreadful. Sorry, yes. but dreadful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is Great. British for awful. Um, <laughs> a, a, a series of dreadful men in your 30s. Um, okay. So how many is a series? It's quite a lot. Quite a lot. All right. Well, first off, this is the best humble brag I've ever heard. Way to go, Kate. <laughs> and there's Owen. Well She's done. out there just killing it in her 30s. People say it's tough to date in her 30s. Kate says, hold my beer. Um, <laughs> now, uh, I think that uh, we all end up dating awful people from time to time because they are notoriously the best at sex. Um, and so we are drawn to them for their sexual charisma. Is that what drew you to these awful men or was it their mini golf skills? It's one or the other. It, no, it, it really wasn't either of those things. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, I've got, I've just had a message from one of them saying he's on the call. I don't hey. mean you. Hey. Ah, you know I don't mean you. You know I don't mean you. But you just you. said so you mean him. You just said, I just got a call from one of them. <laughs> tell you what if you two end up getting back together now then the that relationship in no, and of itself no, could no. manifest chris's entire argument that's what we're doing where is he is he on the call is he in the room yeah. he's very good I in bed patty is I'm it not. you you took a nervous drink when i talked about it <laughs> raise your hand sir we're gonna fix this <laughs> Look, it was a very long time ago. I'm in my 50s now. He's on the call with his girlfriend who he's been with for 10 years. You need to leave this alone. With a girlfriend. We have a nine-year-old child on. Emma, is it, <laughs> <laughs> is it your significant other message? Yeah, you drink that wine. All right. All right. Well, if you're, if you're not going to fess up, then okay, fine. We'll talk about this mystery man. Unless it's Dave. Carol and Dave, I see you guys there. No, uh, I mean, Carol's shaking, but Dave's not. Dave's going, mom. Uh, so. Okay, well, I mean, the fact that they can't have been that awful if you're, you're literally sharing comedy screens with them at this point, and they have your real number. I dated some awful people that do not have my real number. They have a number. <laughs> not mine. I give out uh, my friend Alan's phone number uh, to people when, <laughs> when I decide that I no longer want them in my life because Alan is very good at getting rid of people. Uh, <laughs> so, um, Kate, so, so it, was, it was many. So you made the most of your 30s, which is excellent. Um, yeah. You're in your 50s now. Congratulations. Um, and are you in a, a relationship now? No. Nope. Okay, cool. And are you happier that way? Yeah. Okay, see that- It's made the pandemic hard, but yeah, it's fine. 
okay, fair enough. That's understandable. But under normal circumstances, you you you're nailing. Yeah, it. yeah. You're yeah. you're doing good. See now, not having a partner is often something that people feel bad about or they're upset about, and it's something that they're trying to rectify. This string of awful men gave you the self confidence to be fuck everybody. It's Kate plus zero makes joy. That's it. That was a reference to an American show that I just realized none of you will have watched. Um, <laughs> so Kate, this is these guys freed you to be alone. That's the greatest gift. That's a skill that nobody has anymore. I'm not even alone when I'm alone. I'm surfing the internet to find people to hate just to feel something. Uh, I think that uh, this is this is a, a you know you 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 have these terrible experiences and you can take one of two things out of them. You can either keep chasing awful people, which is the choice that some of my friends have made and they are very unhappy. That's the wrong choice. And now I can be like, guys, check out the episode with Kate. She's going to steer you right. How did, when, when did you end the line? When did you go, I'm sick of these fuck boys, which I feel like wasn't a term that you used in your thirties. <laughs> that term existed in my thirties. Um, about 10, 10 or 11 years ago. Okay, yeah. So like, but but what was it that that in you, you went, I'm done with this guy, with this type yeah, of guy? And, and this is where I think your argument falls apart, because mm. it it wasn't an empowering thing. This turned into a therapy session, I can only apologise. No, that's the beauty of the regrets round. The beauty of the regrets round is it's about any you. Men. Mm. I don't want to go out with any men, because they might be like those other ones. So it made you prejudice. Excellent. Good. That's, I think if we've <laughs> learned anything from the modern era, it's that prejudice is what wins. So now you're a winner. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's focused you. It's made you mistrustful, which makes you powerful and dangerous, which is very cool. You're like Angelina Jolie in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you sell yourself short there, Kate. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. That's, but that's what I'm seeing here. You're just you're you're a secret assassin standing back to back with a guy that tabloids will write about for the rest of his life, whether he likes it or not. Um, yeah, Kate. It looks. I mean, if you're doing well, and you said fuck all these guys, have you? Um, are you bisexual, or no. pansexual, or anything? No. no. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, have you tried? No. Oh, fair enough. I know what I'm interested in, and it's and it's, and it's men. Fair That's, enough. Yeah, shitty men. And one really nice one in my thirties. Just one really nice one in my thirties. It's too late, gone. Kate. He knows what you think. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> Are you amenable to the idea of a um, a forthright man sweeping you off your feet now, or has uh, has? No. No, I, I, no. I mean, the whole sweeping up your feet thing's counter-feminist bollocks anyway, isn't it? I wouldn't, I'd be entirely um, amenable to a nice man, mm. but the whole sweeping off the feet thing. Okay, you know. well, yes, excuse my hyperbolic phraseology. Are you amenable <laughs> to the idea of a man in your life? I will <laughs> yes, I use no yes, florid touches in the future. I apologise. <laughs> um, but uh, but particular, a nice man, which you no longer believe exists, correct? Well, at the time that I said, right, right, I'm done, that's when I didn't believe that they exist. Now mm. I think I need to perhaps be elect. After 10 full years of going, you're all twats and I want nothing to do with you, um, <laughs> it's probably time to think, actually, I am allowing a handful to influence um, 
I mean, that's fair and that's good. That shows growth. But the fact that you made it happily through those 10 years and you don't regret them means that, you know, you're in a good spot. And that means that you're more likely to pick a good man yeah. after cleansing your palate of these shitbags. But I got to say, uh, as, as a man who's dated a number of women who have told me how awful men are, I think you made the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, from what I gather, talking to my wife, I'm the only good one, and I'm sorry I'm taken. I apologize for you, Kate. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think um, uh, they, they strengthened you. They gave you a spine of steel. Kate doesn't need anybody. And now that you're on your own, you're ready to look for someone good, and you're more likely to find them as a result. So really, what you should do is, whoever this mystery man is, I'm looking at you, Dave. Uh, is, um, <laughs> Uh, you should uh, you should buy him a drink for uh, for clearing clearing your pool, so to it's speak. A, it's a, you've had a little palate cleanser. You've mm -hmm. had a, you've had uh, your sexual experience's very own limoncello. Exactly. <laughs> and, um... Yes. Yes. I like that. Mm. Uh, okay. I'm. I think this is very very interesting. But you. But you're still uh, ascertaining, Kate, that it was a dreadful experience. Yes. Okay. Um... Because if I hadn't have had that experience, I could have A, gone out with nice men in my 30s, and B, gone out with nice men in my 40s, maybe, instead of just going, fuck you all, and being on my own for... I suppose we have to delve into the idea of what constitutes uh, experience and the kind of uh, notion of an experience uh, as a kind of qualitative good. Is it a good experience if the actual experience itself is bad, if it has uh, positive repercussions? So you could argue that the bad uh, feeling you had during the experience uh, it was still a good experience because the situation afterwards was good. That is exactly my argument. Okay. And so you're I, saying men yeah. should be horrible to women because it's good for them. It's yeah. the only you're way you'll learn. <laughs> the only way we were. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Aren't we also? I, I, I have an issue with that. <laughs> there you are. Well, I think, um, uh, yeah, Kate, I think that you wouldn't have dated good men because your taste was clearly in bad men. Um, it was bad. Yeah. And yeah. so that's, I mean, you can't, like you said, you know what you're into and you can't, you're not going to date someone that you're not into and you weren't into good guys, but now you are as a result of dating all those shitty guys. So I think, uh, I think, I think you're free as a result of that decade. I wouldn't call it lost. I'd call it experience. Um, we'll call that one there. Alfie, what are you saying? I think, uh, I think you were quite eloquent and quite tender and I'd like to give you the point, Chris. Oh, well, thank you. Kate, you're cured. Go find your man. Go get him. <laughs> stay, stay off Twitter and yeah. meet a nice man in your, in your local queue for the coffee shop. Don't, uh, don't take any life lessons from Bridgerton. It's a bunch <laughs> of bullshit. And, um, and we'll keep moving. We, got, we have time for one more quick regret if anyone's got anything. I've got one that I just can't see you arguing. Excellent. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, I regret forgetting to lock the front door and my house got broken into <gasps> go <laughs> <laughs> okay what did what did they do was it a wet bandit situation did they plug your sinks and flood your house uh well i was 13 at the time i woke up and there was this guy sort of standing there. <laughs> <gasps> oh my god wait you were in the house at the time yeah I was... shit i'm totally fine by the way absolutely <laughs> <It's> all right <laughs> I, I love, I just, this. I, I fucking love this show. When else would you have found this out? Guys, come on. Um, so, so, so Chelsea, you're, you're in bed. There's a person that you have tacitly let in, like when you, like when you invite a vampire in, but you think it's a person, but it's not a person, it's a vampire. Um, 
So what happened next? Um, well, I woke up and he was sort of standing like a foot away from the bed. Mm-hmm. And I sort of sat up and stared at him and he sort of grabbed what he had at the time and left. And then <laughs> he went downstairs. I sort of followed him onto the, like, onto the landing and sort of watched him leave. And that was about it. So you didn't follow him. You didn't yell at any point. I I'm I'm too overly confident, and I sort of had the mentality of, yeah, I could take this guy. I was 13 at the time. I absolutely could. (laughs) I love that. But yeah, he went downstairs, and I sort of saw his shadow in the kitchen. So I hid on the landing and was like looking at his shadow through the stairs, so I could see if he'd left the house. Did he say anything to you? No. Did he take anything that was irreplaceable? Uh, it was just money and a necklace. And not a necklace of any import, just a necklace. Uh, it was my great grand. I was so close. I was just about to wrap that up. He said it was your great grandma's necklace. Oh, god damn it. Were your parents uh, uh, fucking livid with you? Well, to be fair, I was 13. It wasn't really my fault. Well, it, it was. was it your responsibility <laughs> to lock the door? No, it's sort of a joint effort. If like the last person to go to sleep locks the door, and I, I don't know who was the last person to go to sleep. Okay, okay, I've got it. Here's here's why this is the best thing you've done. Okay, all right. So what happened was, um, as as a as a white guy, I am uh, uh, myself guilty of and surrounded by. Uh, uh, really unearned confidence. Uh, now, <laughs> what a, a lot of people getting their heads kicked in because they started fights with people that they couldn't finish. And that's how they learned that lesson. And it cost them, some of them, it cost them teeth, it cost them a few months in a cast, uh, it cost them dignity in a lot of experiences. But what you got at a very young age was a real world example of when you should maybe rein your confidence in and call your goddamn parents <laughs> and or not place not follow the police and not follow a robber through your house <laughs> and so all that cost you was some of your parents money and a necklace of a money. woman take you, anything from my parents oh if it was your money how much money does a 13 year old have would you lose five pounds and a priceless necklace it was ju- yeah it was just after <laughs> christmas so all my christmas money <laughs> oh no Oh, so it's unearned money? It wasn't yours anyway. <laughs> <laughs> confidence, the confidence came from, I'd done Taekwondo for like seven years uh, and it was like drummed sake. into us what we had to do mm. like for self-defense and all sorts. And it was only then that I realized none of that really worked. But there I you had go. that sort of like, oh, I know what to do. I could totally, I could totally kick this guy. <laughs> and that's that's what I'm saying is that now you're saved that. Is that what, later on in life, you'll be faced with another person where you'll think, I got this and you don't, what you should do is leave. And now you can go, wait a minute, do I have this? Or is this a robber situation? And you can just look back and go, don't follow him onto the landing, close the door, call the police. And that's a, that costs you nothing. That's a really important life lesson, especially for confident people that uh, uh, I think is gonna save you down the line. So congratulations, you bought that cheap. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> uh i feel like i'd before this even took place i feel like i'd made up my mind about who i wanted to win who i thought was going to win 
much like the judges in uh, Saul Canelo Alvarez versus uh, Gennady Golovkin in 2017. <laughs> um, but unlike uh, that fight, I have had uh, the uh, good character to amend my decision based on performance. And I have to give it to Chris Betts. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations, Chelsea. He You're stayed free. in the pocket. He kept the argument tight. He worked it out well. And he lured you into his honey trap. <laughs> you almost had me with that necklace thing. I thought I was <laughs> fucked. Um, all right, we're going to go into the second speed round now. Uh, uh, Ooh, oh, fucking uh, so, hell. Yeah, that's right. Alfie, I'm ahead by two now, right? Because I won both regrets. So uh, it's your winning 5 3. Excellent. Excellent. So we're going into the speed round. You saw how Chelsea uh, killed it in the second half. I mean, oh, she man. had some trouble in the first half. Oh, no, Who was piss, that? piss and shit. Nathan. Sorry. Excellent. Nathan, you're up, buddy. Okay, let me just get this email back up because I didn't realize there was a second. Oh, speaker. no problem. So, Nathan, while Alfie pulls that up, do you want to be for or against whatever he's about to say? Let's go against. Against. Good man. Switching it up. So Okay. And we got down to uh, fossils, didn't we? Yeah, that was the last one. So, we got the clock up. Alfie, you're ready? Um, yeah. Nathan, you're ready? Good to go. Let's do it. Speed round. Uh, <clears throat> fortune tellers. Nathan. I'll go first after he's chosen the subjects as well. Unbelievable. Fortune tellers are obviously bad because it's uh, unhealthy to know your own future because if you knew when you were going to die, you could just do lots of horrible things before you died knowing that you'd get away with it. Uh, luckily, uh, fortune tellers are always wrong, and that's why I love them, is they don't have any supernatural powers. They're just grifters, and that's a small business that the government doesn't support, so they need ours. Next. <laughs> Hand jobs. Chris, you go first. I never go first. Na oh, Nathan sorry, always sorry, goes sorry. first. Ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm against handjobs. Right, okay. Handjobs <laughs> are bad because there are so many better body parts with which to make a man ejaculate. Why would you want to have a hand there when you could have a myriad of nicer things than a hand. Yeah, how that? that was uh, one of the politest creepy things I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hand jobs are fantastic. I mean, without hand jobs, teenagers would rush into sex, but because hand jobs are so bad, that puts it off for eight, nine months <laughs> minimum, lowering the teen pregnancy rate. Next. Uh, aluminium, Nathan. <laughs> Purely. Um, Aluminium has got to be bad because it can cause Alzheimer's and it's a very light, uh, easily malleable metal, um, which, you know, anything that it's used for can easily have the shit knocked out of it and isn't strong enough. Just use stainless steel, motherfucker. Um, I love aluminium because um, when I'm back home, sometimes British people develop Canadian accents and um, I can't tell who to look down on, but then they say aluminium instead of the correct aluminum. And uh, I can no, 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 no. place no, my no, hate. Amazing point for the audience. Oh dear. The audience should get a bonus point for bringing that into it. That's awful. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the end of the speed round. Oh, it's the end of the speed round. Yeah, it's okay. a two minute. It's a hard clock. Okay. Um, wow, the moon's a harsh mistress. She's hard to call your own. Any other fans of Jimmy Webb? Anyway. Um, uh, I have to uh, say that I was expecting it. Uh, anyway, uh, the, uh, Nathan, you've won that 2-1, I'm afraid. Oh, um, damn. Chris, well you need played. to, I mean, you're, you're, you need to know who's on the judging panel and, uh, uh, and give your aluminum-based uh, <laughs> arguments. I wait, will wait not pander. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Um, so we're going into the final round now, uh, and I'm ahead by one, if my internal math is right. It's six, six five. five, so I'm ahead by one. Lucky for you guys, the final round is worth two points. Still in the game. All right, so uh, the way the final round works is Alfie has chosen a topic. I don't know what the topic is. You don't know what the topic is. So before uh, he tells us, you guys have to decide if you want to be for or against whatever he's about to say. So uh, we'll do it by cheer. Uh, if you want to be for, give me a cheer. One, two, three. Yay! If you want to be against, give me a cheer. One, two, three. Woo. Oh, wow. Look at that. <laughs> you guys, you did it. You're a team. It's, <laughs> it's really unanimous. You're four. Well played. All right. So, Alfie, for all the marbles, what am I against? The statement on which the panel will be arguing today is <laughs> the death of Jade Goody was beautiful and important. <laughs> all right so um i'll i'll go against that um i'm not super familiar with jade goody but i oh, was dear. here around the time when she was a thing before she was famously no longer a thing um and i would say that from what i know about jade goody nothing about her was beautiful or important <laughs> uh she was uh, she was mean she was racist um she uh lowered the bar for television and i know you're not supposed to speak ill of the dead but people speak ill of dead people all the time uh when they didn't include them in their will so if it's bad enough for the grandpa that never called you i can do it to jade goody um <laughs> jade goody's death was um only important in so far as the fact that we still remember her indicates how far we've fallen as a society <laughs> Next, what do you guys got? Her <laughs> death highlighted the importance of regular cervical smears. Or, oh, it's very good. Or the oh, benefit of not smearing racists. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's irrelevant in this case. But it's because her death meant all the rest of us, good people who aren't racists, make sure to get checked up. I think good people absolutely should, but I think that the lesson that we learned is that if we trick racists into not doing proper medical procedures, then we'll be rid of them sooner. And actually, that's a good thing. I wouldn't call it beautiful or important, but it is a benefit. You guys have to remember what I said at the beginning, just because I say a thing doesn't mean I mean that thing, so chill the fuck out right now. <laughs> I can see all of your faces, and I'm not okay with it. <laughs> she maybe made perfume companies more cautious about making perfume quickly because her entire perfume collection had to be scrapped uh, I'm not quite people, sure why do people that. look at Jade Goody and go that's who I want to smell like I think that's a more important question uh, Paul you were going to say something I, I, I mean I was hoping that someone was going to argue that maybe Jane Goody isn't the horrible racist we're all just brandishing her up. <laughs> <laughs> that perhaps she was an innocent who's a victim of the society that she yes. grew up in. And, She's a product. And, and if anything brought that sometimes negative behavior to the uh, to the attention of people and we all learned lessons from her. I think she was a genuinely good-hearted person. And, uh, Can you name three good-hearted things Jade Goody did? Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I lit. I mean, I literally had her at a charity gig one time. <laughs> you slept but, with Jade Goody at a charity gig? No. <laughs> <laughs> like she, did, she did also use her celebrity, or what a better way of putting it, to do decent enough things around Jet. Like she. I need. I need specifics, though. I, 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 unfortunately, I don't have her CV in front of me. Does anyone, does anyone remember? I heard, I think Karen, I heard you say something under your breath that she did. She was a mom. She loved her children. She was a mom. I can't prove that she loved her children. <laughs> she highlighted the geographical location of East Anglia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Having been there, wipe it off the map. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was a media victim. Yeah. Yes. Who was that? Yeah, that's great. That's Carolyn along that trick, Carol. Carol and Dave. Hello, Carol and Dave. Hello, Carol and Dave. Uh, Carol, in what in what way was she a media victim? Please, uh, please elaborate. It, uh, the tabloid papers were always giving her grief about this, that, and the other. Yeah. Uh, always, yeah. you know, so every single thing she did, like when she ran that marathon, and they said she hadn't trained for it, and she was wearing the wrong shoes or something, and you know, and she only got like she. she I, can't remember whether she even managed to finish the marathon or not, but she, she, you know, the newspaper was just like, oh, what a stupid thing to do, what a stupid woman, you know, you you haven't even tried, and she was just trying to highlight, you know, what had happened to her and through her cancer and everything, and and tried to raise some money and awareness for that. And though I was never a fan of her, you know, she she did. She was a very young woman, and a lot of young women don't go to the doctors and get themselves checked out. So I think along with what that other lady was saying, is that a lot of people thought, my God, if she can get it, we can, we, you know, anybody can get it and just go, go to the doctor. Get there we go. That's that's the closest that we've got to the argument that lives in my mind. For, uh, for... Alfie, what exactly, again, was the wording of the argument? Uh, that... The death of Jade Goody was beautiful and important. Uh, so if I can just address Carol real quick. Um, Sorry because I think, I think that those were uh, good points, uh, Carol. And I think, I think that she was a victim of the media, but um, all throughout human history, there have been um, sacrifices. Uh, now, what we used to do is we would sacrifice uh, children or virgins or warriors or bulls to uh, uh, the gods to give us a collective sense <laughs> of culture. Now we're much more civilized. And instead of murdering this person, we just destroy them with our media. And that's an important part of culture that I don't think we can ever get rid of. It's deeply human. So we did it to Jade Goody. We've done it to Britney Spears. Um, I feel like Justin Bieber's next. <laughs> uh, and throughout, throughout our history, there's always been one person that we have to put up so that we can destroy. That's why the, the, um, the sacrifices were always done at the top of a temple because we raise them above us only to destroy them. And that is Jade Goody's purpose. And so actually I would say that her victimization by the media isn't a crime so much as a, a deeply human cultural necessity. Um, which makes it beautiful. You've argued our case, thanks Chris. As I was saying it, I was like, I really hope they don't pick up on this part. <laughs> <laughs> So it was beautiful oh. for that reason. It was important for the cervical reason. Bosh, we win. <laughs> oh, hold on there, Nathan. You can't just put a full stop on this like that. <laughs> that was a bosh. Bosh. <laughs> <laughs>
Nathan uh, just turned his camera off and discussed. Wow, he literally just oh, no, he's he back. Just, oh, sorry, I accidentally swiped. Enjoy. <laughs> I thought that was like a mic. I thought that was a mic drop moment. I thought you just made your point, just left the show. Um, um, frustratingly, though, uh, I have very much painted myself into a corner. And so before I do that more, I'm going to stop talking and leave it to Alfie. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, the reason why uh, I I was reminded of it um, the other day, but I did think the way that um, all these I did think she was hounded by the media yeah, and was. she was uh, turned into this uh, uh, victim of awful abuse and invasion into her life. And all of these people who uh, make their career out of uh, turning uh, someone into and bending them to their will and uh, exploiting them to this extent. I did think the fact that Max Clifford had to stand beside her with a solemn look on his face and confront the kind of uh, awful pain that exists in uh, the human experience. Uh, I found something kind of quite uh, important and beautiful about that. Um, so that's why I said that. And I think that's why Chris said what he said and why you said what you said. And I think we can all agree that those two points go to the audience and in uh, it, it, the audience's Istanbul moment, which is a reference that Chris probably doesn't get. Um, it, uh, football, it's football. Ooh, call it soccer, weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's seven six to the audience, I'm afraid. Ah, uh, congratulations. <laughs> well played, everybody. Does it does that count as me losing? I feel like I still won. I just won for the other team. Does that feel fair to you? Regardless, I had such a great time. Do you see what I meant about the avocado round? That was absolutely insane. Uh, if you have any thoughts about the show, any arguments that you think that I should have made but missed out on, tweet them to me at Chris Betts versus that's Chris Betts vs. Uh, which is the Twitter for the show, or my personal one, which is at Mr. Chris Betts. That's Mr. Chris Betts. I like my name. Plus two letters, you know, front or back. Maybe, maybe once I start another Twitter, I will. Uh, I'll just put them in the middle just to spice things up. I mean, my middle name's Andrew, so I don't know what two letters that could be, but I'll figure something out. I'm a creative guy. Uh, thank you again for listening. As always, uh, if you could comment uh, on whatever podcast app you're listening to, uh, and if it's possible to rate, if you can give me a five stars, that would help greatly. It really helps bring a new audience to the show. And I'm really proud of this show. I think it's very, very fun, and there's nothing else like it. So uh, if you can spread that out, you'd be helping me out, and you would also be helping out future listeners to the show. Um, I'll be back next week with um, J.J. Whitehead, who was a writer on the Jim Jeffries show. And hopefully, I've got one of the guests who keeps hemming and hawing, but... Uh, if it's if it's the guy that I think it's going to be, I really I'm so excited to have him. I've been a fan of his since I was a little kid, so that'll be huge for me. Um, I'm booking up the spring lineup right now, and I can tell you that some of the names that are involved are very exciting. So we're all going to have an excellent time. Uh, again, catch me on Twitch, uh, Twitch.tv/slash Chris Betts. Um, follow Alfie, obviously. Sign up to the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Chris Betts. Uh, that is it for this week so i will be back next week i'm going to be doing the show live on twitch and youtube this wednesday so check that out come and play along in the comments that's all i've got for you guys it is 1 30 in the morning as i finish this right before i edit it together and upload it and all my thoughts are gone thank you as always for listening i hope you enjoyed the show as much as i do i love you take care <laughs>